A new poll shows that some politicians aren't really all that clear on how taxes are impacting people, both residential and commercial. And joining us to talk a little bit more about this is Paul Sullivan, who is a property tax expert. Paul, thanks so much for being with us. Pleasure to be on the show, Jill. I know you're also with the group that put these questions out to, to various politicians. Not a huge response rate on this, but the responses that you did get, I think there were 39 responses. What do you take from those? Yeah, well, I mean, I think, think as you pointed out, uh, firstly, the, the level of understanding around property taxation and politicians is fairly low. You know, um, 60% of them weren't aware that uh, the NDP has applied speculation tax and additional school tax on the airspace above our community retail property. So, so that was a bit alarming. Um, you know, Interesting to know that 72% of uh, contenders for, 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 for council um, are big supporters of getting back to core services. You know, fire and police, uh, planning and engineering, roads and infrastructure. We're going to get more into the core services that property tax is designed for. But probably the most uh, encouraging thing from the survey, I would say, is 60% uh, strongly support the commercial vote and to bring the commercial vote back to municipal politics to bring some accountability to the tax budgets that are just spiraling out of control. And so from those that responded as well, am I correct? So most of the respondents, about 92% are candidates that are standing for election, not re-election, but they're so so first time uh, trying to be elected. And then we've got a, a small sliver that are the incumbents. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, we unfortunately didn't even get the mayor of Vancouver, who's at the epicenter of small business property tax problems, to respond. And, uh, you know, I just hard to explain why they don't uh, see these as important issues other than to acknowledge that business doesn't get to vote. So they just don't care. And I think constituents do care about their local independent businesses. I think they care a lot about crime and what's going on in Vancouver and other major urban centers. And, we're going to have to see some accountability come to the line pretty quickly here. Otherwise, the way Vancouver has run for decades is going to come to an end. Uh, you mentioned the airspace and the taxes on airspace. And there's certainly been a lot of discussion as well about the best use taxes and taxing a business, not on what its current use is, but what the best use could be. How big of an issue is that? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a huge issue. You know, assessed values on our, our local independent businesses are two to three times higher than the value of their existing stores. And then it's not for anything the landlords did. It's not a rezoning or an application or anything like that. It's just the scarcity of land. And as land value has escalated, um, it's become a really big problem. And most urban areas in, in British Columbia have the problem, but Vancouver is the worst. But the problem exists in Toronto as well. So, you know, the NDP trotted out uh, another lame uh, proposal last week about how they've passed on the power to municipalities to bring solutions forward to solve it. Those powers have been with municipalities for, for over a decade. It, this is an issue that needs some leadership. It needed to be legislated. It could have been province-wide. And in my view, they completely dropped the ball on it. And so how, how would that look in your mind, then, if it went province-wide or went in a way that would be beneficial to business? Well, rather than gouging properties like this, like just way over recovering on the amount of property taxes, 
tax them at a, at a lower rate. It's just that simple. Create a new property class. If you are valued as a redevelopment property, you're in class 10, and your school tax rates drop back 50%, or both the municipal and the school tax rate get dropped back 25%. Just stop over-collecting on taxes on these types of properties. Make it super simple, easy to impose, and, and give these guys a chance. And when you talked about the vote as far as giving property uh, taxpayers, business owners a vote, it did seem quite quite split or or people more people agreed than not. And it was the smallest amount that, that stayed neutral, said they didn't know. How would that make a difference, do you think, if property owners were, were given back the right to vote? Well, or, uh, you sorry, know, commercial business owners. Sorry, if business owners were given the, you know, what we have is an accountability problem. You know, residents are, are, are consuming twice the, the level of services that they pay for. Businesses are paying twice the cost of the services they consume. So we have no accountability where half of the property taxes are being recovered from this sector that doesn't quote, doesn't get to vote. So if you got a vote, uh, you, you would definitely have an impact on municipal politics. No question. And again, with the respondents, and again, a small number of respondents, but in that group that did take the time to respond to the survey, it was a little bit more than 50% that said that they had owned, that they owned currently or had owned a business in BC. That would make you think that, that they would know what's happening as far as taxes and what they're looking at, doesn't it? Yeah, you, you'd think so. Um, but, you know, we've introduced so many taxes in British Columbia. You know, I've been a property tax expert for 32 years, and, and it makes my head spin how many new taxes there are. You know, we've got them at the federal level. We've got multiple at the provincial level. We have new taxes coming at us from, from the civic level. I, I don't blame business operators, people trying to survive in this environment, to have a low understanding of how all these taxes are, are coming about. It's unbelievable. Uh, there was also a comment, or I think this came in the comments section, uh, asking for or or saying that more needs to be done, or at least more attention needs to be paid to the to the triple leases, as far as business owners that are kind of uh, stuck with that and that have a lot of difficulty paying those. Is that something that we don't pay enough attention to? Yeah, I mean, it, it's the way of the world, the triple net lease. Um, you cannot change an entire market. You know, governments keep trying to change markets, and, and they fail every time. A triple net lease is a reality. And what we're trying to say here is these types of properties are overtaxed and therefore normalize them such that they're equal to a property in, say, a, a, a strip mall or in a shopping center, value them consist or tax them consistently with other retail so we can maintain the diversity and the type of retail selections we have. Because I tell you, the residents in Vancouver and other municipalities, they like their local independent businesses, and they'd like to see them treated more fairly. And they, I think, would be horrified if they knew how much gouging is going on to these taxpayers from both municipal and provincial governments. The respondents as well are from a pretty good cross-section as far as Metro Vancouver, um, showing that these are obviously issues or things that the that they have opinions on, whether it's, I know the the most of the respondents came from Vancouver, but only by a few percentage points. North Vancouver was represented, Richmond represented. So what does that tell you kind of about these issues right across the board? Yeah, I mean, they are consistently occurring throughout Metro Vancouver. And as I said, they're, they're creeping up in, you know, Calgary and Toronto as well. And, um, you know, as we see 
what these things stem from is the price of land. And as this housing crisis continues in all these similar areas, land value is escalating. And that's what's impacting these guys. So rather than protecting the the interim use, the, the local independent businesses, we're just going to gouge them until development occurs. And we know that you can't develop every property at once. We know there's a supply chain problem huge in the construction world and mm-hmm. there's a shortage of labor. So, you know, it, it's just we need to find some interim solutions to maintain the diversity of our communities. And do you see that happening, though, when we even look, if we tie this to the civic election, which is coming up on Saturday, I mean, residents in many of the places in Metro Vancouver will say, yeah, property taxes are high as well. I'm not getting as much bang for my buck that I got maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago. I mean, people are so uh, busy just trying to make ends meet. Do you think that this is going to get enough attention? Well, I think it does because I think uh, people are interested in real estate in Vancouver and I think Metro Vancouver and I think property taxes are a big part of that. I think people are horrified about what's going on in their city right now, the crime, the deaths, the drug addiction, the mental health crisis. I mean, we need to change what's going on right now in taxation and spending money at million dollars a day being spent in the downtown east side. That's all taxpayer money, and it's not working. We need to have a complete relook of how do we get into this problem and come up with a new way of getting out of it, and we cannot expect the residents to pay for it all. All right, Paul. Sorry, Paul Sullivan, we'll leave it there for today, but thank you so much once again for coming on the show. Hey, it's a pleasure.